Pleasant good evening to all of you in Radio Land. This is the Cricket Show. We are waiting to join Mason and Guest, which will be on roundabout.
and fashion. Australia, Bangladesh, Bermuda and Canada, England, the Netherlands, India and Ireland, New Zealand, Kenya, Pakistan and Scotland, South Africa, Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka, administrators, players and fans, 
Welcome to World Cup Cricket in the Caribbean. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world. Every man and woman, every boy and girl. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Welcome, let's have a ball. We want you to have real fun in the islands under the sun. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world. Every man and woman, every boy and girl. Welcome to the best place in the world.
want to congratulate uh, Dr. Kishore Shallow, Vice President, and of course the, the big man, we're talking about the President of Cricket West Indies, Ricky Skerritt, uh, being returned unopposed. They will be in the job for the next two years. We want to congratulate them on Miss and, and guests. And some reaction to last week's program when we had uh, the convener of selectors on Roger Harper who stoutly defended Shannon Gabriel. There was a lot of reaction to that. And Richard Prophet was making the comment that he would like to see Kyle Mears lose about 20 pounds. And if he does that, he may become a, a better cricketer. Uh, also, as well, we had certainly some interesting reaction in relation to Roger Harper, saying it was a difficult decision to remove Jason Holder as captain of the West Indies side, but he's quite happy with the work of the current captain. So uh, we are going to be, of course, talking about what's next, really, in West Indies cricket. Uh, you've got the West Indies doing pretty well uh, against the Sri Lankans, uh, winning the ODI series, the T20. And then we also had a situation where the West Indies uh, would have, of course, um, been very much involved in the test series, but uh, a situation where they were able to win a test match. But before that, they went to... Bangladesh, and against the odds, uh, they won the Test Series. So I think it's quite fitting to talk to the Director of Cricket, Mr. James Clive Adams, a Jamaican, who has kindly consented to join us on Mason and Guess. A little bit later on in the show, we also want to hear what's going on in relation to a couple of outstanding cases, Vasper Drakes and, uh, of course, Courtney Brown, and uh, we also have uh, um, a situation where Ralph Thorncreek-QC is going to join us a little bit later on on the show. We need to know what's happening as far as that is concerned. We hope also as well to touch base with Mr. Tony Astafan. He is the lawyer in charge of the case in relation to Courtney Brown. And we want to hear from the Barbados Cricket Association as well. Gregory Nichols is going to join us a little bit later on on the show. And of course, preparations for World Cup uh, in terms of the under-19. And we also want to go to St. Vincent. Of course, we want to find out what's happening with Dayton Butler, the former West Indies ODI fast bowler. We want to hear what's happening to Keswick Williams. As you know, the most unfortunate situation uh, there in St. Vincent with all the, the ash, the volcano kicking up and the certain effects in Barbados having lots of challenges and even getting the car washed. I know Larry Mears, uh, who is uh, here in the studio, he's having some trouble with his lawns, those wonderful lawns that he's got there in Sandy Lane. All right. Uh, let's, first of all, without any further ado, say hello to my co-host, uh, Dr. Uh, Andrew Ford. Uh, Andrew Ford would have uh, had his power washer, I'm sure. And James Time Adams, who's with us, would not have had any challenges at all. But Dr. Ford, how are you? I want to borrow that power washer. Hi, Andrew and, and Jimmy and the listeners. Uh, too early for a power washer. We've got to wait until <laughs> some of this ash dies down. <laughs> too much frustration trying to do any serious cleaning as yet. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So. Oh, okay, Let, let's go to, to, to James Clive Adams, who wouldn't have any challenges, of course, in terms of the ash. I think he uh, may be in Antigua, I know he's Jamaican. Um, James, how are you? Good evening to you, sir. Nice to have you on the show. Not too, not too, bad, not too bad, Andrew. Good evening to you and to, and to Dr. Ford as well. Um, and, and just very quickly to, to echo um, our concerns here. We, we've had a little bit of dust going into Antigua today, but um, we, we know this a great deal of concern what is happening in, in St. Vincent and also in, in Barbados as well. And, and we know a lot of people are, are struggling with the, with the situation and commiserations to, to everyone. Mm-hmm. Be easy. I know. Well, we're going to talk to Dayton Butler and Keswick Williams a little bit later on in the show. They've consented to come on the show. But, you know, it's good to have you, uh, Jimmy. Uh, um, the last time we spoke, um, the Cindy's were just coming back from New Zealand um, having lost there, they were on their way to, to Bangladesh, but a, a tremendous turnaround since uh, New Zealand. They went to um, Bangladesh to won the Test Series against the odds, and they went to, came home, of course, against uh, Sri Lanka and did pretty well. The two Test matches, not a, not a victory, but certainly they acquitted themselves very well. As Director of Cricket, what do you think is responsible for this turnaround after the, the field in New Zealand? I don't think... Uh... First of all, I have to be very careful because I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm going to try and give an opinion from a million miles away, um, not being on the ground with the team. Um, but, but from our reports, um, you have a group of, of players who were offered a challenge in, 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 a, in a sense. Um, the, the reports were that the, the management team did as much as they could to remove any, I guess, any, any fear of failure. Um, they, they thought the best chance they had was to, to get guys believing that they were good enough. And, and they just kept repeating that message um, along with hours and hours of hard work and preparation um, leading into that series. And I think the, 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 main, the main contributing factor is, is the performances that the players then put in. I mean, credit to the players themselves for, for taking on the conditions and, and the challenges and putting in match-winning performances. Uh, what was good to see was the team building towards critical moments and then actually managing to grab those critical moments inside those test matches. Um, it, it, for me, it was very refreshing because it's been a, an area of concern of mine for a long time, not, not just recent years. It's, it's watching West Indian teams fight and fight and, and, and build towards a critical moment and then not being able to just grab it when, when it presents itself. So that was, that was pleasing to see. And I just want to reiterate that, you know, I think a lot of praise should be heaped upon the players for, for, for some really top quality performances in, in those two test matches. Mm -hmm. And when you look back at that um, series in Bangladesh, you had, you know, some, some young guns uh, going there, doing very well. Um, you know, we had a situation where the captain, Jason Holder, didn't go and some of the major players. But, you know, people like uh, Bonner um, stood tall. Mears in that wonderful performance. So you had some very inexperienced cricketers coming through, Jimmy, and doing very well. That must have pleased you. It, it, it was. Um, and and it, I think it, it, in a sense, validates um, maybe we have more raw material than we think. Mm. Um, certainly, it, 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 if popular sentiment were to be believed, then, then the, the guys want to hide into nothing. Um, and I think we always knew that, that any most young players given an opportunity to tour the subcontinent are going to benefit from the experience, whether they win or lose. And um, it, it was good to see, uh, I wouldn't say young as in young in age, but certainly young in experience, that, that, that players with, with that level of experience could, could sort of grab an opportunity as, as they have done and, and respond as, as well as they did. And, and I'll say it again, you know, it, it's, you watch somebody like Kyle batting and, and you, you, you're watching the game and you're thinking, okay, here's a young man approaching uh, a landmark, his first half century in, in test cricket and then his first hundred in test cricket. And just watching him go on and on and on, it, 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 it was really, really, uh, I don't think I was the only one who, who felt this way, that the team going on and, and just carrying on all the way and then the team coming over the line, batting on the last day, it's, it, to me, that was that was a sign of a lot of healthy positive um, within that environment, and yeah, just happy for all of them. Happy for the people in the region who who have been, you know, looking out for results like that for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just before Dr. Ford comes in, but he came home, um, it was a wonderful response uh, with, you know, um, someone like a Kyle Mears making the double century. Had good first offices with him. People like Bonner. And, and Justice Silva, and that was a performance-worthy commendation. And then uh, in the first test, having done so well, the West Indies on the last day, it was, in my view, very good to see them just losing a couple of wickets, three wickets, having to, to fight to draw the test match. So that commitment, that tenacity was so vitally important, something that we have not seen, uh, Jimmy, in the last couple of years. You're referring to, to this series now against yeah, Sri Lanka? Yeah, against Sri Lanka, yeah. Mm -hmm, yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'll agree with you. I think I think we were all hoping that they they would get a positive result, as in as in win the the, the test match, uh, one of the test matches. But I'm, I'm agreeing with you, um, and and maybe pulling a little bit of rank on you. I don't know how much cricket you played and to what level, but um, I'm still uh, playing. Don't laugh, Doctor. I'm still I'm laugh. still playing. Don't laugh. <laughs> I see Doctor Ford laughing. No, but just just to make the point that um. 
to, to draw a game in, in certain situations is, is, is not very easy. And, mm. and um, it, it takes a, a special level of commitment and skill, um, not just technical skill, but, but mental as well. To come down on the last day, you, you're into day five, and you're being asked to, to be as focused as you were probably in the first session of day one. And to, to see the guys go about it in a, in a pretty professional manner was, was very pleasing to see. Um, as you say, it's not something we have, we have mastered over the years. And, and again, for a team young in experience to be showing that capacity was, was very pleasing. And Indeed. Dr. Ford? Hi. Uh, good night to you, Jimmy. Um, hi, hi Dr. Yeah. Jimmy, how do you soberly assess the trajectory of, of our cricket um, when we think of the sequence of four games we have had now without a loss, uh, having been replicated in 2013 or so, but against Bangladesh and Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe then and now, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka now, with a, a blip of England in, in the middle that we defeated, but struggling against the, the top flight teams. How, how do you assess where we are now? I know you, you, you weren't there for all that time, but are yeah. we making progress or is, is this just a reflection of our, our, of our opposition? Um, I, I, I don't think there's any doubt that, that um, tougher challenges are ahead. Uh, but I think it's, it's one thing to approach or to, yeah, to approach these challenges with a belief that a level of performance and a level of competitiveness is possible versus going into challenges almost believing that, that you're defeated before you start. And I do think that if something else, you, 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 you now have a group, I would think, of players who would be looking forward to the next challenge, whatever that challenge is. Because it, it can't escape them that they're constantly, even as, as you have implied, it, it can't escape them that they're always, for the rest of their careers, they're going to be measured against world best. And, and you can't get away from that. And if they want to be considered good players or maybe even players at the end of the day are a great team, then it's, it's, it's going to come against performances against a bigger team, the better team. And there's no getting away from that. So I, I, am, I am thankful for the results. I, 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 yes, I, I, I take them in context as I would take any result. But by the same token, I'd much rather be going into a, a series, an upcoming series against higher-ranked opposition with wins under my belt and a bit of self-belief and self-confidence than, than any other situation. So time will tell. I, I do think the team has made strides in the last uh, four to six months. But I do think that, that there are tough, tough days ahead. Um, but I, 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 I look on with a sense of anticipation and, and excitement, really. Uh, one of the good things about having the personnel shift in the red ball team is that we've got a chance to see some of the individuals you would have thought would have been on the periphery and we've also seen during the recent home series other players like maybe McCoy and Seals and Phillips and you know all these other players but without a four-day tournament being scheduled how do you plan to engage the cadre of West Indian cricketers to to keep them in some shape to to function when we have our next assignment. We're basically going to try as hard as we can to get as much cricket played, if, if not within, as in territory versus territory, to get as much cricket played within the territories, even if we have to uh, to support that uh, from a from a resource point of view. Um, we will continue to look at any and all possibilities to, to, to continue the concept of bringing together the best 20, 24 players to, to, to play amongst themselves with a, with a, a carrot of, of potential selection into a, an international team. 
uh, and in the back of all that, we'll be constantly reassessing the landscape for the earliest possible opportunity to actually revert back to four-day cricket between the territories. I, 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 I think that having the best players in Barbados, Jamaica, Trinidad, the Leeward, playing amongst themselves might be a second best option, but it is definitely a second best option. And, and so the, from discussions that I've had, we, we are very clear that as soon as a window presents itself where it is safe, to bring all of our Caribbean players into a venue and, and travel into and out of that venue is, is, is a safe option and a, and a viable option that we will take it at the earliest opportunity. Um, it, it's not, as I said, it's not a first option, but it is the best that we have at the minute. And, and we have that fallback position of, of scheduling, it might not be 10 rounds of, of four-day cricket when the time comes, like the Super 50 might be a, a, a shortened version. But um, we are desperate to keep our first-class and, and fringe first-class players playing some sort of competitive cricket. And if it has to be internalized within the territories, then so be it. But the need to be playing. I think one of the, the key things going into uh, Bangladesh was a length of time that the test oh my brother it's going to be a long
nombre, Airo Yeah. 
enjoy your activity. Um, in the interim, we have gone before the High Court again. We had what is called case management. And case management, uh, don't be mystified by this term. Case management is just what it is. You're managing the case. You're managing the progress of the case administratively prior to a, a trial. All right? So we've been before the court involved in case management. And that's precisely what we did again today. Let's before the High Court in Antigua today and we manage the case. Uh, the court sets timeline. The court sets guidelines for both parties to meet. The idea is that by the time a case comes to a judge, the judge has fullest appreciation as to what the case is about. Therefore, you file documents. You exchange documents. You tell the judge in writing what your case is about. I'll give you an example. You tell the judge who are your witnesses. Yes? And, and, and those witnesses file statements indicating to the judge what is the content of their evidence. So both sides have done that. Both sides have done that. Uh, if I had to compare the approaches of both sides in terms of, of, of preparation or in terms of meeting deadlines, the WI may not like what I, I have to say. But let us not try the case at this stage. We have been extremely industrious in our approach to seeing this case too. We are due to be back in court again.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.